Welcome to Positively West Virginia, where each week we share positive stories about successful West Virginia businesses making a difference in our great state. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WV News, United Bank, Mylin, and Interaction Media. Now, let's get down to business with your host, Jim Matuga. Hey, West Virginia, are you ready to get down to business? Welcome to Positively West Virginia. Every week on our podcast, we interview West Virginia business leaders and share with you their positive business stories. And then we publish these stories on iTunes and through print publications like the State Journal. Our goal is to help educate and inspire business people across the Mountain State with these positive success stories. This week, we're going to learn about Catalyst Associates LLC, a successful at executive coaching and management consulting firm and its president, Ed DaCosta. Ed, are you ready to get down to business? You bet I am, Jim. Glad to be with you. Awesome, Ed. Thank you so much. I'm glad you're on our show to talk about your company. Ed DaCosta is president of Catalyst Associates LLC, an executive coaching and management consulting firm. Ed is also the author of two books, Ascend, a coach's roadmap for taking your performance to new heights, as well as release your superhero, how to shed the villains and soar in business and in life. Simply put, Ed helps his clients become more effective leaders, enabling them to meet their personal and business objectives. His clients range from small entrepreneurial ventures to Fortune 500 corporations all across America. In his corporate life, Ed managed worldwide sales and marketing teams and opened offices on three continents. He is presently working as a partner with best-selling author and leadership guru, John C. Maxwell, serving as one of the faculty members in the global Maxwell Leadership Development Program. Ed, take a minute, fill in some gaps from that very brief intro that I gave, and give us a little behind-the-curtain look into your personal life. Sure, Jim. Thank you very much. Again, I'm glad to be with you. And, and everything you said is true, and that's about what I do, but it's not really who I am. Who I am, first and foremost, is a very happy um, father of three, now adult children, and a happy husband of Linda, who I've been married to for over 31 years. And as you and I've talked about before, I've been playing with house money for a long, long time. Absolutely, Ed. So, Ed, if you don't mind, tell us, fill us in on how you got started. I mean, you, you were hit, you had a very successful career working with, you know, major corporations in America, and and you got started in the executive coaching business. How did how did that come about? Sure, it's like so many things in life, Jim. Part of it was planned, but majority of it was simply opportunistic and just taking advantage of things that were right in front of me. First of all, I was a corporate guy. I was living on the road. That's really exciting for a while for most people. And everyone is different, of course. But after a certain period of time, it gets old because you're, you know, I had young children and a wife that I loved all of them. And, and I was, you know, living in airports and Marriott's and, and, and I just wasn't living the kind of life that I wanted, even though I was getting to see some places that I, you know, that I'd heard about, but had never been. And so Linda and I knew that we wanted a lifestyle change where I was around the family more. And 
one thing led to another and, and we had an opportunity and a need to move from my home in the Boston area uh, back to West Virginia where Linda and I met a long time ago. And, you know, I took the opportunity. I just felt it and I pulled the plug and started a consulting company. I thought, you know what, if I do this for one company full time, why can't I do this part time for a bunch of companies? And it, and it really wasn't any more sophisticated uh, than that. And we pulled up our roots, moved back to West Virginia and have been here now since 2002. That's awesome. And you're you're based out of Morgantown, but basically you travel anywhere and, and do your thing basically uh, not only in West Virginia, but around the country. I, I do. And I've had an opportunity to go all over the world, actually, even in my business. But to the point that I made just a little bit ago, it wouldn't have been very bright for me to have jumped out of the corporate world to leave, you know, road warrior status, start my own business, and become another road warrior. And so I've been very deliberate in, in, you know, keeping the business as local as I can, either in the, you know, Pittsburgh, DC, West Virginia marketplace, uh, or do as much as I can virtually. Absolutely. Ed, what is your 32nd elevator pitch for Catalyst Associates? Wow. So I help very busy leaders harness the power of their priorities the power of their intentionality, and then leverage that power to control their calendars and the things that they do with their time in order to become the best possible versions of themselves. Perfect. I think that was like 22 seconds, but that's that's awesome. I love it. Very <laughs> clear. Very clear seconds. on what you do. Yeah. <laughs> Ed, what would you say is the one thing that you're most excited about for your company right now? Sure. It's, it's virtualization. It's, it's using the power of technology, the fact that you and I are not sitting across a table from each other, that we can have, in some cases, face-to-face, in many cases, very, very high-fidelity audio conversations with people literally all over the world. And it's cliche to say some of these things, Jim, in terms of breaking down barriers and the challenges that it takes to penetrate new markets. But it's true that that you can have clients in Singapore. You can have clients in Europe, in South America, in Africa. And, and I do. And, of course, all over North America. Uh, and I can do much of it sitting in my office here in Morgantown, West Virginia. And that's, and that's pretty cool. I love it. Ed, as a business owner, one of the things I like to ask people right off is, is to talk a little bit about your worst business experience, the worst moment in business. I think we can learn a lot of how we react from those kinds of things. Take it to the, take us to that place of your worst experience as a, as a business owner, an entrepreneur, tell us your story. Sure. Um, it, it's interesting. I've had lots of failures, lots of things that didn't go well in my corporate career. And I truly look back on some of them with great fondness, not at the moment. That's, that would be lying. Uh, you know, at the time it hurts, it stings, but you know, lick your wounds, learn from it and, and, and move on. Uh, as an entrepreneur, very much the same. Um, aside from the typical misunderstanding of where, West Virginia is what West Virginia is. In fact, it's a state 
you know, we have a very geographically challenged um, population here in our country. Um, for example, not long ago, I made a trip. <laughs> I made a trip to Europe and I was in two different countries. And all I said to the person was that I was in Europe. And they asked me if that was in France, if Europe was in France. And, and I didn't even have the heart to, to correct them. I just said yes. So, um, so the worst thing that's happened to me as an entrepreneur was being used by a client that I was drawn into to do coaching and training, but what I did not know, and I don't know that there was any way for me to know, Jim, was that I was being drawn into World War III between two departments, and I was simply a pawn in that war. And it took a while, but I gradually, I figured out some of it myself. I built some relationships in the organization where there was enough trust where somebody flat out told me, Hey, you know, you're doing great work, but just so you know, you can't win here because person a here and person B here, they hate each other and they're, they're in a battle. And no matter what you do, if one of them likes it, the other one won't. And it, it was a powerless feeling. Eventually I ended up uh, terminating the, the program uh, without even finishing because it wasn't serving its purpose. It wasn't serving me and it wasn't serving the client. Wow. What's Ed, what's the, uh, what's the one takeaway from that experience? Well, you have to control what you can control, Jim. You know, ultimately the circumstances that you're in are in many cases independent of anything that you've done or said or caused. And you can, you can choose to panic and feel like a martyr um, or you can remain professional. You can, you know, be the person that your parents raised you to be. If they raised you to be somebody that's honest and ethical and hardworking, you know, if you watch the, the, um, you know, the U S open, you know, what, what do these guys have to do after they miss a putt on national television with millions of people watching, you know, they got to walk to the next tee and hit it straight. There's no time, you know, you just have to keep going. Exactly. Ed, what would you say is the, is the best thing about being in business in West Virginia? Yeah, Jim, this is, this is one of my favorite subjects. It's kind of a blessing and a curse. Um, the blessing element of it is that West Virginians, by and large, I mean, people are different and there's good and great and terrible people no matter where you are. But the people in West Virginia, by and large, I've found to be so honest and so genuine and so unpretentious. Kind of what you see is what you get. Like it, don't like it, see things my way, don't see things my way. I'm going to be honest with you. Now, is this, again, true of everyone? No. But there's such an absence of arrogance, of any kind of holier than thou, this is where I'm from. And and I don't want to bash any other places, but I've lived four other states in my life, uh, including the state I was born and raised in and still love. And man, there's a lot of that. There's a lot of that having to overcome superiority complexes uh, in order to establish relationships with, with some people. In West Virginia, you got real people with real needs and real integrity. 
Absolutely. I love the way you put that, Ed. Thank you. Ed, what would you say is, you know, we talked about your, your, your worst entrepreneurial moment. What was, what was your best business moment? What, what was that thing where you just go, that was the point where everything changed? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know, the obvious answers for any entrepreneur are big wins. You know, when you win a piece of business, obviously that's a high, that's an adrenaline rush. When you complete a project and you get a handshake, pat on the back, even if it's behind closed doors from a client, um, when you find out either immediately or later, I like it when it's later, <laughs> that you've made a difference for clients. I work with a lot of leadership teams and I'll give them a buzzword. Like if we do a retreat, I'll give them a buzzword that you wouldn't normally use in a business conversation, nothing inappropriate, but just a word like guacamole. Okay. I know it sounds silly that they can use as a code word for themselves to bring them back to the mindset that they had at the end of the retreat, because stereotypically what happens is you go back to your regular job and all the things that you did in the retreat pretty quickly uh, drift away. So when I find out that people are still saying in the example I just thought of guacamole to each other three years later, five years later, I, I feel really, really good about that. So to me, that's the best. You really connected. <laughs> yeah, honestly. And there's other silly ones too. And the sillier the word is, the better it is because you just chuckled and they chuckle because they've had people, you know, who weren't in the retreat saying, what the heck is guacamole? Well, guacamole is just something you know you can put on, you put on food. <laughs> it's like no, 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 no. Why are you saying guacamole here? Oh, secret. It's a secret. I love that. It's great stuff, Ed. Thank you. Can you talk a little bit about your experience? I mean, I'm I'm fascinated uh, by the John C. Maxwell partnership that you're in with, and, and I mean, obviously, he's one of the great leadership minds of all times. Uh, and, and you've had great experience and exposure from that. Can you talk a little bit about um, how that uh, came about, Ed? Yeah, it, it's it's interesting. Very, very simple. Um, he's good friends with, with a man in Florida, lives near him. And I'm good friends with a man here in Morgantown that is an engineering professor. I guess lecture for him. We're great friends. And the the man that's friends with John Maxwell and the man that's friends with me are brothers. And that's what caused me to even meet John and to have the conversations that I did about becoming a faculty member of the John Maxwell team. And honestly, you could, you could say, Oh, I targeted him and I approached him and I marketed him. Jim, I didn't do any of the kind. I had a friend of mine say, Hey, you can do these three things, right? Right. How would you like to meet John Maxwell and do it in front of big audiences? Well, oh my. you know, wow. really, I mean, what an opportunity, what an opportunity and what it's like, I mean, forgive me. I don't want to offend anyone, but you know, that's an idiot test right there. And like, you know, Hmm, let me think about that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll do it. Exactly. Wow. That's amazing. And, and you've gotten to, to be on stage in front of literally tens of thousands of people over, over the past several years teaching what you do, right? Sales and leadership, uh, marketing and those kinds of things on stage with John C. Maxwell. That's got to be an amazing feeling that, you know, that you've, you've gotten to this point, right? Yeah, it, it's, it's been one of the blessings of my life, no doubt about it. 
And I will just tell you this, that John has spoken in front of a quarter of a million people at one time, right, millions and millions over the years. He, he had lost count. Okay. But I think it was World Youth Day. He spoke to like 275,000 people at one time. Okay. And he's also spoken in front of a group of, you know, three people. And, and one time, one of our other faculty members made a comment to John about the size of the crowd. And I didn't say it out loud, but I was a bit anxious, maybe just a little bit more keyed up than normal. And John, and John basically said, it's a stage and a microphone. It doesn't matter how many people are there. Feed the sheep. Don't count them. Okay. Don't count them. Just feed them. And it's funny, that little phrase, and he is such a master of language and a masterful communicator, that I just thought, you know, one stage, one microphone, just deliver your message, and don't worry about how many people are listening or watching. Hmm. So, so one stage, one microphone could have been guacamole. It could have been guacamole, Jim. That's exactly right. It's a little, <laughs> little thought that helps you stay cool and stay purposeful uh, in the moment. It. Isn't that the truth? Very cool. Good, good Very catch. Cool. Good catch. Very cool. Very cool. Ed, what you know, you're you're involved with with so many cool things around the state of West Virginia and, and speaking to groups here. And you know, you know, you said not only in the United States, but on a global platform as well, and helping people all over the place. What is the vision for you? You know, that you have for your company and for where you're heading. What's your vision right now? Sure. Yeah. Without a doubt. Uh, Linda and I have entered a new season of life. We're still young, uh, but we're now grandparents as of a year ago. Our oldest son's, yeah, it, it's an amazing thing. And anybody who's a grandparent who has a grandparent, which is all of us, you know that the special uh, element of that, of that relationship. So for me, it's what I alluded to earlier. It's the virtualization of the company so that, that I I don't have to travel anywhere. I can travel when I choose to. And, you know, my coaching, I can make a hundred percent virtual. It's, it's almost there now. It's about 80%, 85%. The training that I do, I can make virtual. Um, and I've done a lot of that, uh, 50, 55% of it in the last year and a half, it has been virtual. The only part that I haven't quite mastered is, you know, when there's a stage and a microphone, you know, they kind of want you on the stage. Uh, not all conferences and companies need you there. And I've done some virtual ones and maybe it's just my age, but as much as technology has made the world a much smaller place, it's not as good as being in person. You and I have sat across the tables from each other and there's just more information that's conveyed when you're sitting with someone uh, than, than in any other way. Being in the room together. You betcha. Ed, thank you for sharing that, that vision. I want to take a few seconds right now to mention our incredible sponsors for Positively West Virginia. And they are The State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. It's the support we receive from these organizations that allow us to highlight the incredible things happening throughout the great state of West Virginia. 
All right, Ed, thank you for allowing me to do that. Let's get back to it. Ed, what's one piece of advice you would give to young business owners or maybe some entrepreneurs out there saying, you know, I'm, I'm in a corporate job or I'm in this company job and I have this itch. And I want to go out there and, and start my own thing like Ed. What's one piece of advice you would give to young people like that in West Virginia? Sure. It's it's interesting, you know, it's this graduation season for high school, college and elsewhere. You get lots of commencement speeches and a lot of people giving advice to younger people about, you know, if I knew then what I know now, what I would do differently kind of stuff. And that's the way I view this this question. And my answer is embrace the dichotomies of life. Embrace the fact that things don't always appear to be in alignment when many times it takes time, but they ultimately are in alignment. For example, the notion of being a planner, to being purposeful, to being grounded in your values, to be very intentional about what you do. Sounds very mature, sounds very boring to many young people. It sounds like an old person's perspective. But then there's this other aspect of our personalities that we must embrace at the same time. And that is what we've already talked about, being flexible and opportunistic. You know, carpe diem, seize the day. Don't be afraid to go a certain direction when it's laying right there in front of you. And in your heart of hearts, you know, it's that old um, Dwight Eisenhower point. You know, he planned D-Day for crying out loud, where he said in preparing for battle, this, this to me, it captures it perfectly. In preparing for battle, I've always found that plans are useless, but planning is indispensable. So he's drawing a huge distinction between the result, the physical result, the plan, and the emotional and mental result of the planning. And that means readiness. And I think we should approach our lives that way. Sure, study hard, work hard, all of those things you've heard a million times. But at the same time, recognize you're going to change jobs. I don't know how many times, five times, 10 times, 15 times in your life. Ask anybody over the age of 30 if the job they're doing this week is what they thought they'd be doing when they were 20. And if they're honest, and many won't be, but you would hope most would, um, the answer is no, because something happened and they took a chance. They believed in themselves and they, they went another way. Another way. In other words, uh, when you come to a fork in the road, take it. <laughs> exactly right. No doubt. No doubt. <laughs> Ed, uh, what's one thing you do every day that you think contributes to your success? Yeah, you know, to some people this is corny, but to me, I don't care. It, 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 it works. Uh, daily affirmations. I've got a set and I've been doing it for all oh, 20 years and I've, I've modified them, of course. But there are 14 now statements of purpose, intent. It's not new agey. You know, I'm not sitting in the yoga or lotus position. I'm not burning incense. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but that's not my personality. These, it's a very pragmatic exercise that raises my expectations for the day. And, you know, and I forget who said it, if anybody actually said it, but um, our subconscious mind cannot tell the difference between quote unquote reality, even though there is no objective reality, and what we vividly imagine. And if 
you believe that, some of your listeners, I would hope, do believe that, that says to vividly imagine wonderful things for your life. And your your mind will take you there. I love it, Ed. Thank you for sharing those, uh, you know, that little piece of, uh, of information that helps you, uh, you know, in your success journey. Ed, what's one resource you use in your business that you just can't live without? Yeah, and this is something I've been doing for a long time that eventually became part of my coaching practice, and I've, I've got it for sale on my website uh, for free. So uh, it's, it's my, daily, my daily planner called The Daily Edge, and it's easy to find. Just Google Ed DaCosta, my name, and Daily Edge, and you'll, you'll find it. And it's in PDF version. You can actually uh, get the editable PDF. So if you want to type it in, you know, into the form electronically, you can. But I don't. I print them on paper, and I handwrite my, my objectives for each and every day. And again, it's a story we don't have time for, but it helps me keep my edge. It's based upon Stephen Covey's Sharpen the Saw, the seventh habit of the seven habits of highly effective people. If you sharpen the saw daily, you keep your daily edge. I'm actually very familiar with the uh, your daily edge, and I'm I'm going to make sure that we put we'll put a link <laughs> we'll put a link in the show notes for for folks. They can just click on that link and, and download that, and we'll put that on our resources page as well. That'd be great. Ed, what um, you know? I know you you've got a, a library that's vast. Uh, what's one book you would recommend for aspiring business people? Yeah, I, it's hard for me to list one book, but I have done it. Uh, just to be compliant with you. Um, there's a book that was written in 1960 called Psycho-Cybernetics by Maxwell Maltz. Most people have not read it. It was rewritten and updated by Dan Kennedy in, I want to say, 20 years ago, 15, 20 years ago, and it's called The New Psycho-Cybernetics. And it is an amazing book. And it's like many of these all-time classics you know, think and grow rich, the power of positive thinking, seven habits. People have heard of the books, but if you ask people like, what is your favorite takeaway from that book? What do we find out? They've never read the book. You take the time. It, it'd take you six, seven hours probably to read Maxwell Maltz, the new psycho cybernetics, and it'll change your life. Awesome. I'm going to make sure that um, actually on our resources page on Positively West, uh, PositivelyWV.com, we actually have a new thing where we're putting Amazon links so people can click it and just order it right from there. You don't even have to search for it. So we'll make sure we put put both of those uh, versions up, uh, the the original from 1960s and then Dan Kennedy's version too. Awesome. And I've never never read those books, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check them out myself. Terrific. Ed, if you could meet anyone in West Virginia who could possibly help your company grow or help you in some way, who would that be? We're all about making connections here, and we're actually doing a lot of that. Who would, who would, who would that person be that you would like to meet um, here in West Virginia? Yeah, the, yeah, I'll tell you, I just recently attended a, a conference and got to hear Bob Huggins, the basketball coach for the Mountaineers, speak, but there was the, the teacher of the year for West Virginia spoke. And she relayed a piece of data about the disparity in academic achievement among the 55 counties 
of West Virginia. And everything I'm saying, I'm sure, is true in other states and around the world. But I've never been, as far as I know, to McDowell County. But I did watch the movie Rocket Boys and read the book Rocket Boys years ago. And that man, Homer, doesn't live in West Virginia anymore, lives in, in Alabama. But I would love to meet the superintendent of schools of McDowell County and the fourth grade teachers at two elementary schools in McDowell County, Kimball Elementary and Welch Elementary. Um, again, in the interest of time, one of the most life-altering conversations I've ever had was with my fourth grade teacher who inspired me to believe in myself. And again, to some people, they think it sounds like a Disney movie scene, but it's not, it's real. And, and so I've done it before, but only locally, but Montegalia County in North Central West Virginia um, has some advantages economically and academically. Uh, and again, I don't mean that in any way disrespectfully uh, to some other areas. So um, that's what I chose to to be the person that I would want to meet. Awesome, awesome, Ed. That, yeah, we're going to see if uh, if we can make that connection for you too. I, I appreciate you sharing that with us, Ed. In, in closing, I got to tell you, this has been we just scratched the surface w- with Ed DaCosta here in this in this last half hour, but. I'm just going to tell you, I really appreciate you taking time out of our day to share some of these thoughts with our uh, with our listeners and our and our readers. Ed, in closing, how can our listeners learn more about you, Ed DaCosta, and your company? How can they contact you? Sure. The simplest thing in the world is to just go to eddacosta.com. There's more there than you could ever want to know about me and my business and, and how I work with people. Again, not born and raised in West Virginia, but met a girl. <laughs> and got here as soon as I could. And I love the state and would love to talk to anybody who would be interested. Absolutely. Thanks, Ed. And we'll make sure we have uh, links to that in the show notes as well. Terrific. Well, folks, that's a wrap on another episode of Positively West Virginia. Positively West Virginia is brought to you by the State Journal, WVNews.com, Interaction Media, United Bank, and Milan. As we continue on our journey to help share positive stories of companies and people doing amazing things all across the Mountain State and indeed the country and the world, just like Ed DaCosta and Catalyst Associates, our hope is that we in some way inspire and teach you by sharing these wonderful success stories in West Virginia. If you or someone you know would be a great guest on the show, drop us a line on our website, PositivelyWV.com. We appreciate all your comments and encouragement and notes on on LinkedIn and and some uh, Facebook messages. It's all great. Keep it coming, guys. Of course, we encourage you to share these stories, too, on your social media channels. On behalf of our entire Positively West Virginia team, until next time, I'm your host, Jim Matuga.